Hello, hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to another episode of Wabi Sabi Wellness. My name is Jeanette, I'm your host, and I am jazzed that you are here with me today. I am so excited about this week's episode. I also need to stop saying that because I am clearly just excited about every single episode. But this is my first interview, and this interview was with no other than Rena May or May from May May Jewelry. I'm so excited to dive into all of the wisdom and the beautiful story and just all that she had to share with me. But before we do, let's dive into the moon transits of the week, the astrology of the week, and of course, the tarot card for the week. We are starting off this week with one of my favorite moon transits for the beginning of the week. So actually, this started on Saturday, April 29th at 2 p.m. and will last until 1.09 a.m. on Tuesday, May 2nd. And that is where the moon will be in Virgo. So this is my absolute favorite moon to have on a Monday because we are going to get things done, you all. It is time to check things off our list. We probably had a very productive weekend, so great energy. At 1.09 a.m. on Tuesday, May 2nd until 9.33 a.m. on Thursday, May 4th, the moon will then move into Libra, and Libra is just a great balanced moon to be in. Things will feel easy, things will flow. It's a good time to have conversations that might be a little harder under more intense moons. So take that as you will. I hope you guys really enjoy that easy breezy Libra moon. At 9.33 a.m. on Thursday, May 4th, until 3.04 p.m. on Saturday, May 6th, the moon will shift into Scorpio. So Scorpio will be a little more intense. Things will be coming out um, that you might not have been noticing or thinking about under those Virgo and Libra moons. So it's a really good time for you to pay attention to your emotions. Why are you feeling the way that you are? We are going to end this week... um, at 3.04 p.m. on Saturday, May 6th, with the moon moving into Sagittarius, and it'll remain there until 6.33 p.m. on Monday, May 8th. So we are switching from that intense emotional Scorpio moon into this lighter, um, positive, more happy-go-lucky vibe that we're going to get with Sagittarius. So love that for us. The astrology of the week Honestly, this work week is kind of meh. There's a lot of confusion and tension in the air, and you might very much be feeling that Mercury retrograde. Weekend has much better vibes, and just a reminder that on Friday, May 5th, we have that lunar eclipse. So this is all about cycles that have run their course. I want you all to think about your emotions and the attachments that no longer serve you. Let go. Let it all go. This is a lot of things that are associated with that bigger two-year eclipse cycle, though. The tarot card of the week that I have pulled for us is the Two of Cups, and I want you to take a step back. Think about your relationships. Think about your romantic relationships. Think about those really close one-to-one friendships. What is aligned? And thank your people for what they bring into your life, but I also want you to think about what isn't aligned and how you can get rid of that. And now that we have cleared the energy for the week and we are set up for success, let's get into what this interview was about. So I interviewed Rena May, who is just such a gem of a human. She's a fellow Filipina in the spirituality space and the creator, visionary, and mastermind behind May May Jewelry. I want you all to listen up because her experience from being a corporate girly who wasn't really loving her life to a master manifester and entrepreneur just is so inspirational to me. So let's get into it. Okay. Hello, everyone. I'm here with May from May May. Um, 
I'm so I'm like fangirling over here because your Instagram is just everything. Your vibe is everything. And I'm just so excited to talk to you today. Well, I am excited to be here. So let's get this magic started, girl. Fantastic. So the first question is super vague, but I just kind of want to know what you say. So who are you? When someone asks you who you are, what do you say to that? So my name is Rena May. And if you were to ask me, I would honestly say I am a first generation born Filipino American who lives by my seat of my own pants that just does what I want to do and isn't conventional to what the normal um, first generation kids should be doing. Girl, I sell rocks for a living and my feelings. So yeah, that's who I am. I love I'm it. Like a spiritual gangster Filipino. Um, you are my soul sister because I'm also a spiritual gangster Filipino. Yeah. Um, going off of that, so you are Filipino first generation, same as me. Tell me a little bit about your journey and how has your background influenced it? So as a first generation Filipino, our parents' dream is for us to go to college. Straight up, you move to America, you go to college, and then you get a good cookie cutter job. You're in the medical field, you're in the financial field, you become a lawyer, or you know, you just become something that your parents know of. So I feel, I fell into that. I went to UCLA. I graduated, I got this great job in the financial field. I became a financial advisor with American Express. It was like my parents' dream, go, 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 go. But in my heart, I knew like, oh, I don't like this. I don't wanna do this, this is too boring. Like my spirit is so free and beautiful and wants to expand and be creative. And there was never that like path in what we were to do. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do this, but I got burnt out. I got burnt out. Like most people do after eight years, I was like, this cannot be my life. A nine to five cannot be my life where I go into an office and especially a cubicle and I'm on the phone and on the computer all day. Where is the fun? How can I go to lunch? You know, it's just boring straight up. It got so boring for my creative heart. So what ended up happening was I decided to leave. I said, forget it. I'm going to leave and I'm going to go pursue something. I have no idea what it was. So what happened though, in one year, four major devastated things happened to me. Number one, I got a divorce, which you know, in the Philippines, there's no divorce in the Philippines. Mm -mm. People don't even know that. So that's like taboo number one. Then I foreclosed on my house, which hello, that's the American dream to own a home. I foreclosed on my house and then I filed bankruptcy because now I had like nothing and I didn't know what to do. And I had all this debt. And then the kicker is I got a felony. I'm literally went to court and I got charged with a felony of the United States of America. So you took away my love. You took away my money. You took away my home and you took away my freedom. girl. What the heck is, what are you living with now? How do you rebound from all of that? The only thing I knew was I was never able to express my feelings. And one mm -hmm. day spirit whispered into my ear and said, make a necklace. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm used to making like $10,000 a transaction. You want me to make $5 and go sell the necklace at the farmer's market? I did it because I had nothing else to do. And I was on my knees pretty much. And that day I sold necklaces called Forgive, Trust, Celebrate, Family. And they were basically my feelings poured out for things I couldn't say because I was too ashamed. 
I was too embarrassed. And so I had to sell to complete strangers. And that was the birth of Maymay. And Maymay is basically my feelings. And I'm a human. I'm a woman. I'm just like you. And I know we all go through these feelings. So my dream is that you connect with my emotional vulnerability and for you two to feel normal through that. That is such a story. Can I ask how old were you when that year of insanity happened? 31. 31. So right after your Saturn return, which is interesting. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. I love that. So like your spirit guides were kind of just like, okay, May, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. We're going to make it all unravel and make you rebuild it all again. Yeah. They basically broke me because I wouldn't have left otherwise. Mm -hmm. It, It was too ingrained in me. I wouldn't know how to leave otherwise. So they basically broke me in half to reveal to me what my true destiny is supposed to be. That must have felt so... How did you feel in the moment? Did it feel terrible or did it feel like something that you knew had to happen? I knew. I knew. It was hard because how do you tell like your mom, oh, I'm at the farmer's market now. Mm -hmm. Um, Come visit me and like stay with me and like, you know, hang out with me at the farmer's market. Um, But I think I got what it was, was it was the healing process. Mm -hmm. It was the healing stage. Of life now, because now all of a sudden everything started to unravel all my childhood trauma, all of the things that I was like living on, but really weren't fueling me in life anymore. So I had to really go on a search to really heal all of those things. That makes so much sense. Did your mom end up coming and supporting you at the farmer's markets? A thousand percent. A thousand percent. Like my family just got on board real quick, actually. Um, That's awesome. At some point, they just wanted to support me and be all like, damn, whatever's going to help you heal, I'm here for it. I love that. I love that there's a happy ending to that. Yeah, um, okay. Sure. I'm just curious. What was the first necklace? Like, what did it look like? Just describe it for me. Yes. Oh, my God. So it was called Trust. Mm-hmm. A piece of brown string with a lighthouse on it. And the lighthouse represented for me, you could always come home. You are home. You are the beacon and just rub this charm and you can always come home. And oh my gosh, it's so crazy because now 12 years later, that's exactly what Mamie is for everybody else. We're the beacon of light to come home to yourself. Like you are never lonely. You always have you. And mm-hmm. you start uncovering the things that block you. Oh, girl, it is like being in the warmest, beautifulest pool of light you've ever seen. I, I love that. I feel like that statement that you just said is that you always have yourself. If you look at it from like the cup half empty, it's like you only have yourself. But if you look at it the way you just said it, it's invigorating and it gives you so much hope and just like belief in yourself. So that's, I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. Which necklaces are you wearing today? So I'm wearing, I am powerful. I'm wearing my mahjong tile. I don't know about you, but my parents played mahjong all through growing mm-hmm. up. And so it's my prosperity tile, my mahjong tile. And then this is my Meimei wish, wish tile, which I have a wish in here. Oh, I love that it. For Meimei for the last 10 years. And I just keep it on here. And it's bamboo. And you know, bamboo is one of the strongest, most thriving, most fastest growing trees out there. So I wear these three necklaces as just a way for me to remember. Actually, I just... I wear the meme that speaks to me for the day mm-hmm. and I need to walk powerfully through my day. 
And part of me knew I was going to come on here with you. And I always love wearing this. I am powerful when I do interviews. It just is. I love it so much. I have goosebumps talking to you. Your energy is just, I love it. Um, Okay. So my next question is tell me about like the revolution that is May May. I know you started selling at like farmer's markets and you have a brick and mortar now. So just tell me the story of what it is today. Girl, I have done it all. So from 2011 to 2016, I sold at every market, every street fair, every woman's convention. If you were having a baby shower, I was gangster as fuck. And I'd be like, hey, girl, can I just put a table at your baby shower so I can sell? Because I needed money, you know, and people helped out. Then from 2015 to 2019, I actually sold wholesale. I was in over 500 stores across North America, from every yoga works in the country to Ritz Carlton's to Hilton's to Marriott's to like Disney Aulani. We're still in there. It's crazy. It's amazing. But then in 2016, the universe said, hey, look, I need to give you a home and I'm going to give you a store on the coolest street in Los Angeles. So the Maymay store was born in 2016 in Atwater Village. That is our flagship and our only store that we have. So I've tried it all. I have, I'm on Amazon. I'm on Etsy. I have my own website. I've done all the gamut of things. But what I really enjoy the most is watching the interaction of people with Maymay watching you buy the pieces, wear the pieces, buy the sage and use it in your own home. So right now, the evolution of Meme is we have just rebranded. We are an educational hub for your gateway spiritual drug, right? A lot of people hear about tarot. They hear about crystals. They hear about manifestation, but they're kind of like, I hear about it, but how do you do it? What do you do? I don't know if I should own a crystal. That's weird. So we are the, the gateway drug for your spirituality where it's not scary, where you could just learn and then move in your own time and whatever feels right for you. That's where Meme is today. And that's what we're transforming into to be that new company that you just want to tap into. We don't want to question your religion. We don't want to question your beliefs. We just want you to question, like, how safe do I feel with myself? And if I have these questions, where can I go to and feel safe? That's your girl, May May, right here. I love it all. Um, your Instagram talks a lot about manifestation, and I yes. I love it. I, I truly believe that you know, your thoughts become your words, become your actions, become your reality. So what does manifestation manifestation mean to you? How do you practice it? And what have you seen come of it for yourself? So manifestation for me is when you're in alignment. Like people say, oh, manifestation. Well, can I win the lottery? Your heart's not in alignment with winning the lottery. You don't really believe that. Mm -hmm. But what you may believe is that, hey, I'm an open space for a love partner to drop in. Now I'm open. I'm not here and I'm not negative about it. So when your heart's desire matches your feelings and emotions about how you feel about yourself, that's when you cast the, the fishing rod out to manifest mm -hmm. something. You've got to be in alignment. And the last step is belief. You have to believe it like no other. You cannot negate it with a but. You can't be all like, but this has to happen in order for this to happen. Like in order for me to buy a house, I first have to have a great job. You cannot do that. If your manifestation and it says, I want to have a beautiful house, believe it that nothing else needs to happen before you get that house and let the universe drop it in when it's time for you to receive it. So that's when patience comes in. So for me, manifestation is your heart 
aligning with your thoughts and feelings is aligning with your belief and then you cast it and then you just have to have patience. That is my four-step process to manifestation. Uh, one of the things that I have recently manifested in my life is my amazing husband, who we obviously believe in numerology. We got married last year on 2-22-22. And my heart, I got divorced 11 years before we got married. Mm -hmm. And my heart was finally ready to op be open and receive of this beautiful man. There wasn't no ifs, no buts, no doubts about it. And I just trusted the universe to drop in the perfect person to be my partner in this lifetime. So yeah, I believed it. The other times I didn't believe it. And I had all these other boyfriends and relationships in between. There was always a but. You know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Like, eh, maybe, eh, maybe. There was never a like, oh my gosh, this just feels right. It wasn't a hell yes. No, it was not a hell yes. Until now. Yes, yes, absolutely. I love it. Okay, I'm nosy. How did you two meet? Where Hinge. did you, where? Hinge. We were online date. I'm an online dater. I was like, I do not go out enough to meet these men. So let me just get on these platforms. And let me tell you, he was my seventh first date. And I never invite anybody to my house on a first date. We usually meet across the street at Wanderlust Ice Cream because it's easy. It's 30 minutes. I get a free ice cream cone. If I don't really like you, we can't proceed. You can dip next. out real quick. Yep. Yes. He's the first person. I'm like, Hey, do you want to come up to my house? <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? So I follow my intuition when it comes to everything. And I believe that like, sometimes you have to meet the 20 wrong people first mm -hmm. because your body doesn't really know yet. And to me, 20 wrong to meet the one right, I'm here for it. It's like sales, you know? You got to have all those no's to get that yes. Yep, absolutely. I met my husband on Tinder, so yay for online dating. Totally That's works. <laughs> but yeah. Um, okay, so talking about your husband a little bit, what yes. was his reaction when you told him like, hey, I'm all about this manifestation life and I am creating this life that I love? Was he on board immediately or what was that like? Because I think a lot of people that I talk to are like, I love all this crystal stuff, but my so-and-so is going to think I'm off my rockers. So just curious how that conversation went for you. He still thinks I'm off my rocker because I'm a channel. I'm, I'm, I'm a medium. So I channel spirit and I channel a lot of things. So he still thinks I'm hella weird because he doesn't experience any of this spiritual stuff. But mm -hmm. what I love about Kim is he's always a like, boo, you do you. That makes you happy. I love it. I love it so much for you, but it doesn't have to be his thing. Mm -hmm. He uses like yesterday, we had a whole manifestation, like let's write things down and stuff. He's down to do that kind of stuff. Like he's like, sure. What's, what's it going to do bad for me? So, but he lets me just do my thing and I just let him do his thing. We don't have to intermingle. He does not have to have the same spiritual beliefs I do in that regard. Yeah. We love a supportive husband. <laughs> yeah. It's just support me and my all my weirdness. You know, I have people over here and we do like new moon ceremonies and those kind of things. And he's just looking, he's like, go, babe, go for it, babe. Woohoo. <laughs> my husband's always like picking up my like Palo Santo and he's like, What are these sticks doing everywhere around the house? <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't touch them. They're there for a reason. Don't touch my selenite. <laughs> Yeah, we literally have crystals in every single room around my house, but it's weird because he secretly believes it. Cause you know, you move crystals around all the time. 
Mm -hmm. move different crystals onto his work desk and everything. And he's always like, okay, that feels nice. <laughs> My husband's the same way. He was, um, he asked me to help him was like, what day should I do X, Y, or Z? And he's like, his whole thing is like, you know what? Best case it's helpful. Worst case, it doesn't do anything. So I well, obviously believe that it does do something, but we love that out of them. Yeah. I think I'm just along the realm of they have to respect you and you, what mm -hmm. you believe in, but they don't have to participate like that. They they really don't. I think there there could be a nice and it's almost like your thing, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um awesome. Okay, my next question is can you kind of speak to has being a Filipina in this world been any different for you or how has that aided or not aided you in your progress? You know, it's interesting because I grew up in LA. So there are a lot of Filipinos here. And so I've never felt alienated because some of my best friends were Filipino and, you know, the neighborhood I grew up had a lot of Filipinos, but I think as I get older and I, and I um, am in business, there's a really soft spot about me that really loves to see my people thrive. And when I mean my people, I don't necessarily only mean Filipino people, but I mean people of color, period. You know, mm -hmm. my husband is Black. Um, I'm Filipino. So we have a very people of color household. And just naturally, I really love to see us thrive and have outlets and have spaces where we feel comfortable in because it's different. And so part of my world is to create that. That's what also why part of why I created Maymay. I want us to feel a safe space where we can feel normal and feel like we're here and we're all in this together. That makes a lot of sense. And yeah. I see that a lot of your pieces do have like a Filipino aspect to it, which I love. Mm -hmm. Girl, you know, I'm all about that sun. That mm -hmm. sun is everything. Arau, arau is what I say. Every day I need arau. And for all of you, arau means sun. In <laughs> Uh, in where, Tagalog. where is your family from? So my mom's from Pampanga and my dad's Ooh. from Kapolgan. Okay. I have family from Pampanga, but my mom's from uh, Luwag. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I lived in the Philippines when I was 10 years old. I studied in Manila. I went to Kaleo San Agustin um, and I had a really terrible experience, a really bad one. They did not like American born Filipinos in the mm -hmm. 80s in the Philippines. So I got bullied. I got pushed downstairs. I got made fun of every single day. So it's taken me a long time to heal my relationship with the Philippines. It really has because for so long, I just thought of them as like bullying and like, why don't you love me? Like I'm the same as you, but I realized it wasn't them. It was just the influence of America in at, during that time. It's, that period. It's, mm -hmm. yeah, for sure. Have you gone back as an adult to kind of heal it over? I haven't, but next year I'm planning like a really amazing sabbatical to be in the Philippines for a while to like connect back into my roots. I, I love that. I feel like I, so I grew up in Hawaii and I spent my summers in the Philippines and never appreciated it. And I haven't been back since I was like 15 and I've been mm -hmm. like feeling this draw to go back home to, to spend time and like recalibrate myself with like where we come from. Cause Filipino culture, I think is just so beautiful and rich and, you know, we're known to be very friendly people and I want to go back and really embrace all of that. Me too. We're on the same train there. Agree so hard. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to hear about your trip back there. I hope you get a lot of inspiration for, 
you know, what you want Mamie to become after that. I'm sure I will. And I'm sure some Maymays will now be produced in the Philippines after it. It's just natural. I love it. Um, yeah. Speaking of inspiration, where yeah. talk to me about your creative process when you have an idea for a new necklace or an idea for a new item in your shop. How tell me about the process for you? Does it all come from spirit or? So I meet with a lot of people, especially one on one when I'm in the store. Mm -hmm. um, and I do I, sometimes I do readings, but people's spirit literally come into my spirit and I feel your entire body. And all I do is I deliver messages that your spirit wants you to hear. So I keep hearing a lot of the same messages from a lot of the same people. So I'm here to, to find a solution for the, for example, anxiety is such a big one. Anxiety has probably been one of the biggest things that most people that come into may may have, and they're looking for a way to calm it down. They are. So I'm going to share with you a new product. It hasn't even been released, um, but how I calm it down. So the other day, a woman came in frantic and she was crying. She's going through postpartum and she doesn't feel like mm. herself. And she honestly feels like the worst person ever. So her level of anxiety is at a 10. And I'm not here to bring her from a 10 to a one. That's not it. But I'm here to show her how to just get back to a nine and move down the emotional ladder and then keep spiraling out. So I recently created a bracelet called I'm Okay. And what it is, it's an ombre piece of bracelet where it goes from being a one, being clear, being fresh, being playful, to all the way going to a 10, where you are black, where you are like blacked out, you are not present, you are just going through all these crazy feelings. And when you're going through that moment, the only thing I want you to chant is, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. What that does is, number one, you have a bracelet, so now it's an anchor. So even if you're at a seven, maybe you're on this bead, and you just start your mantra of, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. It makes you get back in line with your natural frequency. Just the humming of it will naturally get you together and will get you back in line. And that's all you want to do because when you're having those crazy emotional feelings, you get outside of your frequency and you start playing with, with thoughts and feelings that aren't even real, but seem so real. So how do you get back in line with you where it's like, no, I'm just a human playing in this experience. All of these things were meant for me. You need something to anchor you back in. So I just created the I'm okay bracelet, which it's going to have a meditation on YouTube, Spotify, all these things. And all you're going to do is chant. All you're going to do is chant because, you know, a lot of people are like, well, what about Om? I'm like, I don't know Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. I don't speak that language. So when I say Om, I get it, but I'm super duper spiritual, right? Like I've been doing so much work for so many years. But I think the regular person just wants to say something in English and I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. Not forget. But now that you have an anchoring tool with it, it really is so inspiring for me to create this because I think it can just work for so many things that happen in your life. When your children are just like driving you nuts, you need a moment of peace. I'm okay. When you and your husband fight and you storm out, I'm okay. When you get laid off by your job, I'm okay. All your spirit wants you to know is that you're okay. And we're going to get you through this baby. So that is how I create. I channel your feelings. I know what you feel. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she just needs to know she's okay. 
And that's how products get made at Maymay. I, I love that. That is, I think the way that everything should be made. That's amazing. Okay. I'm going to ask you a kind of a follow-up question to that. I have been looking at your website. I've been wanting to buy something, but now that I have you literally on the line, what should I get? What are you thinking that I need in my life? Oh, I think you need a healing stone crystal that touches right here by your throat chakra. Because what you're endeavoring in right now is you need to trust it. You really need to trust it. Someone once told me you need to make a hundred podcasts before somebody will ever listen to it. And you have to be okay with that. And for where you're going, these conversations are so powerful. They're so necessary, but you have to be okay with the result being nothing. You have to be your own filled up cup. So having a crystal right here that hits you right here, that reminds you, this is not about me. This is for the greater good of humanity and mankind. And I am just merely the vessel. How do you keep trusting that when you're on podcast number 55 and you only have seven listeners, right? Yeah. How do you trust that and not say, oh my God, I'm going the wrong way. And I'm just using your podcast as, uh, you know. Yeah, as an example. But it has to deal with everything else in your whole life. When you're not getting the results you want, how do you still keep staying on task? Making mini shifts here and there. Yeah, maybe you might do it this way or that way. But how do you still stay on task when your gut feeling says, this is what I'm meant to be doing? That's what I would suggest for you. And that healing crystal that speaks to me for you is an amethyst. Mm. Because that is the divine wisdom crystal for the feminine spirit. What you're creating from right now is all the feminine spirit. You work in a very masculine world and no wonder your body's all like, girl, we got to do something else because you have this beautiful, soft, buttery healing sensitivity that you want to channel into. Mm -hmm. And it all comes from the feminine spirit. So the amethyst is the queen stone for that. And she reminds you that you have all the ancestral wisdom inside and you never need to have validation from anything else because your ancestors are there going, I got you, girl. I got you. No matter what. You do. I love it. Hops off call and orders a necklace from Amy with Amethyst. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, okay. My next question. Thank you for that. I literally, guys, you, can, I, you can't see this because it's audio, but like I'm tearing up. You are just... Oh, you're magic. I love you. <laughs> I love your spirit. Um, okay. So my next question is, what does your spiritual practice look like? What is your day-to-day? How do you make sure that you are aligned and you are keeping up with it? Because of course, like there's all this other stuff going on in the world. There's taxes and there's things that happen and car issues. And like, how do you just keep yourself aligned and balanced? Okay. So I'm going to confess to you right now, I'm the laziest spiritual person ever. Okay. So I incorporate my spiritual practice into things I already have to do during the day. I'm also very smart. Okay. So one thing I know for sure I have to do every day is brush my teeth, right? We Mm -hmm. all have to brush our teeth every day. So for that two minutes, because I obviously have a Sonic and it has two minute timer on it. So for that two minutes, I love on myself. 
for that two minutes, I'm like brushing my teeth and I'm saying, dude, you're exactly where you're meant to be. Oh my gosh. You're awesome. You're so great. You're, I'm my number one cheerleader for two minutes. And then when I spit it all out, you know what I imagine doing? I imagine spitting out the toxicity that I put in my body. Those toxic thoughts that I'm like, Ugh, like, oh, why do I believe her? Like, oh, why did I think that about myself? So I literally spit it out. So I start my day with filling my own cup during my two minutes of toothbrushing. That's, that's easy. I think mm -hmm. everybody can do that. Another thing that I do is when I shower, you got to shower, right? You see how thoughtful I am? You got to shower. So I have literally just a canister with Epsom salt in my mm -hmm. shower. And what I do is because I'm very sensitive to energy, or I think I pick up people's energies. Mm -hmm. When I'm in my shower, the very last thing I do after I do all of my things is I just take a handful of salt and I do it all over my body, especially over my belly button area. And all I say to myself is, hey, any energy that I picked up or that's on me that isn't really mine or that I don't need, thank you for going away with this salt. That's it. It's like literally a one minute process. So my spirituality is a three minute process every day. And those are things that I'm guaranteed to do every day. I don't shower every single day, but when I do, it happens. Um, and also I light candles. I love a candle. I love a candle because every time I light a candle, I just think it's my birthday. Every I day should be. Yeah. I just think, oh my God, it's my birthday. And it instantly brings me back into my frequency. It brings me back home. It brings you back center to be aligned. Because if you're not aligned, everything you try to manifest, it's not, it can't happen. So I need to have triggers where I literally snap myself back in and lighting a candle is that for me because I'm like, oh my God, it's your birthday. I almost died 12 weeks ago. I got a total hysterectomy because they took a watermelon sized fibroid out of my body and I oh literally bled to death on the table. It was so bad that two doctors had to push down on my side and they had to close me up before I bled to death. They closed me up with packing material inside my body, girl. Whoa, holy shit. <laughs> this was literally just four weeks ago. Six weeks ago, I couldn't talk to you. Because I was in my bed healing. I was in my bed 22 hours a day just six weeks ago. And so lighting that candle for me means more than anything today because every day is my birthday. What happened yesterday doesn't exist anymore. What happens tomorrow, who cares? It's like light the candle. Oh my God, it's just today. I just have to worry about today. Okay, great. So I think those are three things that you can incorporate really simply into your life. Because remember, I'm the lazy spiritual person. We love it. Yeah. So I think if you incorporate that and you think about your birthday, every time you light a candle, bam, it's so great. It's so easy. I love that so much that I really like your toothpaste, like spitting out all the negativity. Like <laughs> I'm definitely going to start doing that. Thank you. And you know, what's also cool about when you brush your teeth, you're not on your phone. Most people brush their teeth and you're not on your phone. When you go to the restroom, you're typically, you could be on your phone. Mm-hmm. Right? But when you brush your teeth and when you take a shower, you are typically not on your phone. If you're on your phone in the shower, you, you got problems. <laughs> yep. There's you, there's some stuff you can cut out of your life if you're at that point. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, wow. No, that toothpaste one is really, really, really good. That's I one I haven't heard powerful. before. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think it's super powerful. 
Um, kind of backtracking, but when was your first like spiritual awakening or when did you realize that you had these gifts and that you spoke to spirit? Oh my God, 2017, July, 2017. Okay. I already had Meme for six years. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like in July, 2017, two girls walked into the store immediately when they walked into the store, I said, Oh, I felt like my ovary, my right ovary area. And I was like, Oh, I felt a pang. And I was like, Ooh, this doesn't feel good. But no, me, I was like, Oh my God, I'm just PMSing. I'm about to start my period. I just have cramps. So the whole time they're walking through the store, I literally have to lean over like this and be like, Oh, uh, and I'm, so I talked to them for 20 minutes and it was great. They got a piece. She was just getting divorced. So I gave her divorce sucks, but you don't. And blah, 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 blah. The minute they walked out of the store, I felt perfect, fine, like nothing ever happened. And I was like, oh my God, what is it? Instantly, Spirit said, and Spirit has never talked to me this clearly. She said, there's something wrong with her ovary. There's something wrong with that girl's ovary. And like, I knew, like I knew, like I knew, like I have never felt anybody's ailments before, never. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, but she left. She didn't leave me her email address. She didn't leave me anything. So I don't know how to, you know, contact her. Two weeks later, she hits me up on Instagram to say, thank you. She hasn't taken the necklace off. She really enjoyed our conversation. So I was all like, hey, Morgan, this is going to sound really weird, but can you call me? So she says, sure. So she called me. I picked up the phone and I said, this is going to sound really weird. So I explained to her the situation And she goes, are you freaking kidding me? And I was like, no, no, what happened? She goes, I am waiting for a call from my doctor. I have something growing on my right ovary. And it's been bothering me for a a while now. And I had to go to the doctor to get it checked and possibly have surgery. Girl, I was like, no. Oh my gosh. Real? So- that happened. And then, you know what I told myself? It's a fluke. It's not real. It's mm-hmm. not real. No, it happened over and over and over and over. Even till this day that it's happened hundreds of times for me already. Okay. I can't believe it sometimes because it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I was talking to a girl, instant pang. And I asked the craziest questions. Mind you, I said, hey, how are your periods? Instantly, the girl was all like, what do you feel? I said, I think you need to change your birth control. And she was all like, how did you know I just got on a new one? I said, I don't know anything. I don't know anything about I don't know anything but everything at the same time. Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I am in still in the works of like knowing my gift, believing my gift and using my gift, even though when it's still really like, uh, like I really have to trust my spiritual universe to say, no, no, May. Yes. Just keep using it. Boo. Keep using it. I have goosebumps literally just from listening to that story. Is it always about like, um, like health stuff that comes up for you when you read other people or get Heck no. A a lady came into the store instantly. I was like, oh my God, your son is here. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, your son is here. Mind you, I know nothing about her. These are, most of these people are strangers. And, um, but I have to get permission. I just don't tell you stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course. You know, we have to have a dialogue and there has to be like an opening for me. And 
I said, yeah, let's sit down. I started doing this thing with my hand over and over and over and over. And she's all like, oh my God, my son died two years ago. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, he's here. And she's like, well, okay. I said, yeah, he keeps doing this. He keeps doing this. And she's all like, that's always what he did. He always played with his hands. He was always like this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, well, he has a message for you. And I delivered a message from him to her. And it was the most emotional, beautiful day ever. Because for a mom to hear from her son is mm -hmm. like, is, is amazing. And the fact that I could deliver that message, I just feel so thankful. So, so thankful that, that my heart and my body and my spirit are a channel for that magic to happen. So yeah, it's not only pain, it could be your loved ones. It could be, you know what it is a lot of the time though? It's your five-year-old self talking to me. Mm -hmm. It's the little girl inside of you that's talking to me so hard and I can hear your voice. I can see you. I know what you look like. I see what you're wearing. I could see all of these things that is so crazy. Like today, like just today I did one and I kept seeing a Catholic priest. I kept seeing a Catholic priest. I kept seeing a Catholic priest. And I was talking to the girl and she's like, yeah, I went to Catholic school when I was a little girl and I never you know, it changed my life because it made me not believe in what I wanted to believe in. And I was like, I know, I see it. I see you. I see you going mm -hmm. to like confession and catechism and you just not wanting to be there because you didn't believe it. And that's such a, what you just said, I see you. And I think that's what everybody wants is just to be seen, to be heard, to be recognized for our thoughts and our feelings and our experiences. And the fact that you can be a channel I mean, it must feel a million times better than being a financial advisor every day. <laughs> God bless. I hope you all do really good things with your money. And also I'm on the other side of that. <laughs> That's amazing. So now are you starting to do work as a medium? Are you like, do you offer these services now or? I do. I do offer the services, but I also believe that the universe brings me exactly who's supposed to, I'm supposed to talk to. I don't promote it. Mm -hmm. I don't say, hey, buy my service. Mm -hmm. uh, people usually find me or they come into the store at the perfect time. I'll be honest, it's hard for me to charge for this work. Mm -hmm. It really is. It's so hard for me to charge for me giving you to see healing. You. Yeah. Yeah, it's really hard. Like for me, if I do do good work for you, I say support my brand. You know, support Maymay, support and love her, buy something, tell your friends about her. Like, so I don't know. It, it, I, I'm at a stage where I don't know. I don't know. Like, if I give you real advice, like, if, like I'm a business medium. I, I actually do have business clients. Mm. And I help people because I've done all the things and I know all the platforms. Yeah. So I'm like your spiritual business advisor that gives you real concrete plan what to execute in your business. So absolutely, I will charge for that. Mm -hmm. um, but you also get my spiritual prowess along with it. So it's kind of cool. That's yeah. that's really, that's interesting. I love that. Um, okay, so May May, what is your vision for it? So obviously it's come a long way from being something that you sell at a farmer's market. You have a brick and mortar and you're in stores across the country. Where do you want it to go? What is your vision longer term now? Uh, my vision for May May now is that we are your go-to spiritual hub. 
that when you have an issue, you could probably find a blog on Maymay about it. When you like want to be talked down to somebody, you could probably find a YouTube video or an Instagram video where you're like, oh my God, this is the message I needed to hear. Or maybe you just want to watch me dance in my bathing suit because it brings you joy, whatever I'm here for it. But I want Maymay to be the spiritual, your go-to spiritual hub to get your manifesting tools and your spiritual tools to help you guide and manifest the magic that you want in your life. But also that we give you education, that we give you real palpable things that you can incorporate in your normal everyday life that feel like I can do that. And we just want to help you on your spiritual journey. So you know, like how Hallmark was the place where you got cards and like was a thoughtful gift giver. Mm -hmm. I to be the hallmark of spirituality i want to be that like we're fun we're cute we're normal we look just like you and we act just like you and say bad words like you but you want to come into our world because you haven't been seen in all of these other worlds and we want to see you where you are at your level of healing i love it i love it um, I think that one of the biggest misconceptions about anyone in the spiritual world is we're going to like look a certain way or not be normal humans who like eat McDonald's French fries and like Diet Cokes while they cry in their car. So what is the biggest misconception people have that you think about spirituality and like what you do? I think the first thing that pops into my mind is that I'm going to tell you something bad. I'm going to forecast your future and tell you, oh my God, you're going to die. You know, that's what people think when they think about like spirituality and woo woo and all this stuff. And I'm here to say, no, that is 1000 for all the thousands of readings and things I've done. I have never done that ever once. So I want people to throw that out of their mind. There is the, the, the part where like, there's a spiritual hub where people just want to help you channel in to get you back to center to that four-year-old little person that was just joyous, had no preconceptions and all this stuff and all these worries and doubts and fears. That's number one. I think the second thing about spirituality is we are not here to challenge your other beliefs. We are not here to challenge your religion. We are not here to challenge your relationships. We are here as an addition for you with you. Spirituality is all about for us, the relationship you have with yourself and making sure that's good because then everything else will blossom from there. That's what I hope that people get from this. Mm -hmm. And that rocks and crystals, they were all just living things created by Mother Earth like you. So they're not woo and they're not like these bad omen things. They're you and me just in crystallized form to really help you like be an anchor to support you. All these things are to support you. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want people to know about this spiritual world and especially with the Maymay world. Yeah, absolutely. And if you go on like the Maymay website, if you go to the Instagram, it's so warm and it's so inviting. And it just like, it feels like a hug. It feels like a hug from a bigger sister who's just like looking out for you. Yes. So I love that. I love that so much. Um, okay. My last question before I get into some rapid fire ones is what is your all-time favorite piece that you've ever created? Mm, my super good luck bracelet, hands down. It's what made me a jewelry company. It's what made me remember that I am my own super good luck charm. As much as it was a bracelet, like I used to go to exterior things like sex, drugs, rock and roll kind of vibe, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, May, come on, you got to bring it in. You, you have gotten yourself through 100% of your 
worst moments. You are batting a thousand. Why can't you just hang on to you and know that you are your most good luck charm? So hands down, super good luck charm bracelet. It has five good luck charms from around the world. It has five good luck stones. And you just wear it and you just know you're manifesting magic. It's crazy. I love that. Also adding to cart. Is it still available? Yes. Maybe only for a limited time. We may take it away soon. <laughs> okay. Um, Got to get on that soon. Okay. So last few questions, just rapid fire. What is the most influential book you've ever read? Uh, the Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, for sure. It just, I read it at 19 and it just opened so many eyes, so many eyes in my body. Yeah, totally. Um, my husband loves that book. He adores it. Yeah. Um, okay. Second question. What's a mantra or phrase that you just keep coming back to? I'm okay. 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 Um, what do you do when you have a bad day? Oh, I eat French fries and drink Diet Coke. From McDonald's? Um, McDonald's, I really like Island's cheese fries. I'm not going to lie. Is that a California and, thing? Yes, it's okay. definitely it, it. And I sit in my car and eat it. So I don't get home. So my husband's not there. My dog's not there. And I just veg out in the car. It's your safe space. I feel you. hundred percent. Um, and then the last one is where can people connect with you? How can they get in touch with Mei Mei? Yeah. So we are Mei Mei Jewelry. So M-A-E-M-A-E. Jewelry is a hard word to spell. So don't be afraid if you spell it wrong. J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. So it's MayMayJewelry.com. Instagram is MayMayJewelry. Facebook is MayMayJewelry. Instagram is where you can get the best interaction with us um, on a daily basis, for sure. Awesome. And you have, where is your brick and mortar again? It's in Atwater Village. We are on Glendale Boulevard in Los Angeles. Atwater is the coolest street. You can come have brunch, pop into Maymay. You can spend an hour in Maymay. We have a tarot card library. So you can play Ooh. with like 15 different decks. We have a wishing tree. We have a sound bowl to play with. We It's such a cool, just fun experience to spend time there. And when are you expanding to Chicago selfishly? <laughs> Oh, girl, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm meant to have a lot of stores, but mm -hmm. I know that I am definitely meant to have one store for today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, awesome. So we will all just have to either take a trek out to LA or find yes. you online. Yes. Okay, That's awesome. Thank you so much. That was the most, oh, my heart is so happy. I have goosebumps. Thank you so much. I love it. Well, thank you for having me. This was super fun. Okay, guys, that is the episode for the week. I'm sure you could hear the excitement in my voice as I was talking to May from May May. If you are in LA, go check her out at her store. If you are not in LA, go check her out on Instagram. Check out her shop. All of her pieces are so beautiful and have her energy just ingrained within them. Next week's episode will be a beginner's guide to the planets and what they all mean. I am super excited for that one. You all know that Jupiter is my favorite, but the other ones need some hype as well. And the thought of the week that I want to leave you with is all that we are is the result of what we have thought. And that was a quote by the Buddha, by the Buddha or by Buddha. I'm not really sure, but it's a quote that I have been thinking about. Our thoughts become our actions and our actions become who we are. And that is how we manifest y'all. So think positive thoughts and see positive actions. Until next week, I hope you all stay magical and look within. Bye.